0: I'm Ray Suarez, and you're listening to The Next President, Foreign Policy Challenges on America Abroad. International efforts to prevent a civil war in Syria have failed, and the prospects for the country for the foreseeable future are dim, with the forces of the rebel Free Syrian Army gaining ground but poorly armed. And Syria's Bashar al-Assad seems willing to fight it out until the bitter end, protected from international intervention by Russia and China. So how the next administration deals with Syria is a key question in the months, or perhaps even years, ahead. Joining us now to talk about the United States and possible action it might take in Syria is Rafif Joujati. She's the spokesperson for the local coordinating committees in Syria, a nonviolent activist network. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Well, let's talk a little bit about your background. You're a Syrian American. You represent this nonviolent activist network in Syria. What exactly are they doing, and what do they stand for?
1: Well, the local coordination committees in in Syria is a network of activists around the entire country. Uh, we started out with 14 committees, one in each province of Syria, and now we're at uh, more than 80 committees across the nation. We stage protests. We conduct sit-ins. We inform the public by spreading leaflets and flyers. We engage in creative acts of civil disobedience as a way to rally the nonviolent Syrians uh, to the cause. We stand for freedom, dignity, and democracy.
0: But as we've seen, both sides seem willing to fight it out on the ground in Syria with people ready to kill civilians, ready to bomb marketplaces, ready to drop ordinance on apartment buildings. Is that making local coordinating committees irrelevant or more relevant?
1: Well, we're absolutely not irrelevant. I would say that the majority of Syrians are not willing to take up arms. Uh, What we have to remember is that this revolution began with peaceful protests and the regime responded with live ammunition. And they have continued to fire at peaceful protesters and now as as you know they are actually conducting air attacks against civilian populations the free syrian army was not present at the beginning of the revolution and only evolved as a result of soldiers defecting because they refused to fire on civilians so the militarization has actually been pushed by assad himself and the increasing violence is a result of Assad policies.
0: So what is it that the United States has been doing that's either encouraging or discouraging? One of the few foreign relations topics that's come up in this presidential campaign is Syria. Have you heard anything from Governor Romney or President Obama that makes you think that they understand the Syrian predicament?
1: I think President Obama understands the Syrian predicament far better than governor romney simply by virtue of the fact that he has been president and has been briefed on this all along i believe that governor romney came to this a little bit late and is getting up to speed on the issues now initially romney had said that he would be in favor of some type of intervention but i believe he just said uh, recently that he would not support any
0: additional intervention you're worried about syria but you're also an american Are you sympathetic to those who worry that intervention of any kind, passive, active, um, aiding the Free Syrian Army, might get the United States entangled in a conflict it doesn't entirely understand, might actually end up with American resources fighting on the same side as an increasingly radicalized Free Syrian Army?
1: Well, certainly, as an American, I would not want to see U.S. boots on the ground. However, having said that, I do want the United States to get involved somehow to alleviate that humanitarian disaster that is taking place in Syria. The armed opposition, or some elements in it, are growing increasingly radicalized, but that is because they are desperate for support. The longer we don't give it to them, the more they are necessarily going to turn to any means necessary. So if we want to avoid regionalizing
0: this conflict and perhaps even globalizing it, we need to act. If you talk to people who say they're friends of Syria outside the country, from neighboring states, from the international community, they give support to the Syrian struggle against the Assad regime, but they say The opposition is ill-organized, that they don't know who to talk to, that it's uh, riven by faction and internal dispute, and that has weakened the Syrian effort internationally. Is there a Syrian opposition to talk to yet?
1: Well, certainly after 50 years of political and intellectual repression, it's been difficult for Syrians to break that wall of fear imposed by dictatorial regimes and come out with a single organization. But from another perspective, after that same mental repression, we don't want one representative. We've had 50 years of single-party rule. So I think it's quite normal that the opposition forces would have multiple perspectives on how to get to a free Syria. The opposition is very much united in the singular goal of overthrowing the regime and transitioning to a democratic civil state. Now, the international community has had a great many dealings with the Syrian National Council, with the local coordination committees, and with the Free Syrian Army. There are other groups that have also come to the forefront of the Syrian opposition. The international community has access to all of them. I, I think the the quote-unquote dysfunction of the Syrian opposition is really an excuse to not get more involved in this issue.
0: inside Syria what is the desire for the rest of the world community? If you're a a market stall holder in Aleppo, if you're a farmer up by the Turkish border, are you waiting for the United States? Are you waiting for France? What is it that the people of Syria really want from the outside world as they engage in this struggle? What they want primarily is for an end
1: to the military assault. They want desperately to go back to normal lives they need to bury their dead properly they need to get their children back in schools they need to start working and, and making some money what they want is the freedom to pursue a normal life so the opinion ranges in Syria from those who want the Free Syrian Army to receive weapons from the international community to those who want to maintain the peaceful protests and still others who really don't want any involvement in politics and just want to go back to a normal life.
0: Rafif Joujati is the spokesperson for the local coordinating committee in Syria, an activist network that is dedicated to non-violence. Rafif Joujati, thanks for talking to us.
1: Thank you very much.